This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Time to connect with Professor Dion Foster, Head of Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, also the Director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology. Whenever I read your titles, Dion, I have to go and sit down and rest afterwards. Good morning. Preachers never collect titles in the kingdom of God. I know. Uh, the, the only one that matters is saved by grace, loved by Megan and Courtney and Liam. Oh, <laughs> and loved by us too, Dion. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. But it's nice to say these things because, you know, God's given you this platform and this opportunity. And because of all of these things you do, you get to reach so many people. So that's a good thing. But that actually fits in quite nicely with what we're talking about this morning. If we're saved by faith, uh, by grace through faith and not by works, I'm not going to bother doing any works. I'm just going to stay home and watch TV. <laughs> yes, and, and, and uh, many people do that, you know. And that's, uh, sometimes it's not a bad thing to, to rest a little. But Brad, that is, that's one of the, the age-old controversies mm. in uh, the Christian faith. And it's sort of a, a doctrinal issue that, that people struggle with. And i tell you what brought it to mind for me. Um, last weekend, I spent the weekend at uh, the Formwood uh, Center in, in Hermanus. I love that and, place. Uh, I love that place. I've, it, I've stayed there too. It's so gorgeous. Isn't it beautiful? Oh, it's so beautiful. And, um, you know, we had uh, uh, services throughout uh, the weekend together. We were praying and, and uh, worshiping together. And there are three monks that live there, uh, three brothers, Benedictine mm. brothers. Uh, I've known one of them for about 30 years or so, Brother Daniel. And uh, we were struck again by the sort of, you know, conversation between some, you know, evangelical Christians, and there were also some folks there who were from uh, the Catholic Church, and, mm-hmm. and this conversation about what role does works play in our salvation. Now, of course, there are two major errors here, Brad. Yeah. Um, the one error is the error that says we can be saved by what we do, by what I do, that somehow my works can can win God's favor. And of course, that's, that's a significant mistake because there's, there's nothing that you need to do, nothing that you have to do to make God love you more. God loves yeah. you just as you are. Uh, there are many things that I think we can do to disappoint God, to break God's heart, but God's never going to stop loving us. And, and I think that's the first error we have to get away from. Your works cannot assure your salvation. Yeah. Um, the second error, of course, that we then fall into is the one that you mentioned that says, well, if works don't matter, then I'm not going to attend to good works. I'm not going to stretch myself to grow as a moral person. I'm not going to stretch myself to live by faith. I'm not going to you know, be better to those around me, to care for the world more, to give more sacrificially, because, because that doesn't matter at all. And of course, yeah. that also is a mistake. Now, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, I think, Brad, is the, is the, the, the passage. Actually, let's read until verse 10. Mm-hmm. Ephesians 2, verses 8 to 10 is the passage that helps me to understand this best. Now, it starts with the word for. Now, that means we have to pay attention to the verses that come before us. Yes. And, and this particular passage begins by saying the whole section before this is about good works. It's mm-hmm. about how we should live. And then Paul goes on to say, For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourself, it is the gift of God, not by work so that no one can boast. So what this does is it reminds us to have the right order. Mm. Faith in God's loving action, in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Faith comes first. But then it goes on to say, the second part of the verse, verse 10, 
For we are created by God in Christ to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. So I heard someone say it very, very beautifully recently. They said we are not saved by good works. We are saved for good works. And that's quite a a significant difference. Let me leave you with one last text, Brad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Titus 1 verse 16. I came across this as I was doing a little bit of uh, uh, preparation for this morning. Titus 1 verse 16. I, I've read this many times, but never in this context. Oh my goodness, listen to this. Yeah. Titus 1 16 says, they claim to know God, but their actions deny Him. Wow. They are detestable, disobedient, and unfit for doing anything good. So, Brad, I don't know about you, but that <laughs> makes it pretty cut and dry for me. Good works are important. Mm. They're not going to save me but they're important for my salvation. And and if we understand the price that was paid to rescue us in the first place, there should be this desire inside of us to say, God, wow, you've done it all for me. And there's got to be not a, a repayment, but more a, how can my life just say thank you? How can my life reflect what I'm experiencing to encourage other people? And, and, and it sort of overflows in I, I want to just say thank you through what I do and what I say. Uh, that's really where we, we need to be, that it almost becomes an overflow of our gratitude. Brad, and, and I think you just put your finger on it there. That, that's the thing that matters. You know, we've, we've probably all heard uh, this, this metaphor, but it, it is a little bit like being in a love relationship with someone. I think about Megan, mm. to whom, whom I'm married, who I love very much. I don't do the things that, that I do, you know, sacrificially or acts of kindness because somehow they're going to win her. I do them because I love her. Mm. I want her to be blessed. I, w- I want her to know that my love is expressed in more than just uh, self-interest or, or in my heart. So, and, and that's a battle for, for I, I think, for all of us, for husbands with their wives, <laughs> but I think for all of us in our relationship with God in Christ as well. So, Brad, my encouragement to you today and, and to myself, to all of our listeners, is to say, what is there that we can do to show God that we truly, truly love Him? What can we do to lavish God with our love by, by showing God that we love the people that God loves, that we want to live in the ways in which God wants us to live? Because even though that cannot win our salvation, it certainly can testify to the fact that yes. we are saved. Yeah, and that's a relationship thing. You've said it so beautifully. That's exactly what it is because a religious spirit would try to look for you know, loopholes or then it feels like tick boxes. But when it's relationship, <laughs> when it's relationship, it's just like, wow, God, you know, how can I serve in this moment where I am here? What can I do that's going to make a difference? I'm in this situation. You've brought me here in the workplace, in like our little areas of influence, just are, are ripe for opportunities for people desperate for hope. It's like we, we could just be these little engines that just go around everywhere and, and change things, and we've all got it in us. It's not only Dion that can do it, and the rest, you know, we're going to have to try our best, but we'll never be quite like Dion. We've all got it in us, but we possibly just don't do it enough, so we don't know what we're capable of. Brad, I love that metaphor, you know, and, and, and I've certainly experienced that in my life, but, but living the life of faith, uh, living a life of faithfulness, as an expression of my faith, mm. as, as we read in Titus this morning, it takes exercise, it takes discipline, it takes, you know, waking up in the morning to say, even though I don't feel great or I may be a little bit tired, uh, Lord, you know, put me amongst the people you want me to be. Give me a spirit of kindness. Help me to deal with every person in love. 
And, and when I leave there, let them know that, that someone who bears your image, who, who has your spirit within them, has been among them. That's the voice of Professor Dion Foster, all the way from Stellenbosch. Dion, thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Always appreciate your time. And have a great day. Thanks, my friend. Blessings to you. Bye then. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.